podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's Tokyo time and Anything But Footy brings you the views of the athletes in action just before their event. Steph Reed is a two-time Paralympic silver medalist in the long jump at both London 2012 and Rio 2016. And the New Zealand-born athlete who has a Scottish dad explains why a wet day in Manchester proved the clincher to compete for Great Britain. First of all, how are you in body and mind ahead of the Paralympics? I am great. Uh, It is awesome to be out here. It was almost just like, okay, they keep saying it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But until I got on the plane, I was like, okay. This is happening. And what's that build-up been like? What with it being so extended? It was tough. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's been a tough eighteen months for for everyone. Um, but it's just you're having to give everything that you have to do this one thing, and yet in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, but it may not happen. And and I think maybe in some ways it was just a bit of a wake up call that actually most things in life aren't guaranteed. And you give it your all regardless, not knowing the outcome, but at least taking pride in the fact that I did everything that I could. And, and maybe, you know, we've just all been living under a bit of an illusion that we have more control than we do. Um, but it's awesome that it's going ahead. And, you know, I loved watching the Olympics. Um, it was just so, so nice to have something, you know, different and live and exciting on the TV. And hopefully the Paralympics will, will do the same thing. It's interesting you say that it was in the back of your mind that it might not go ahead because I always guessed as an athlete, you just have to try and ignore that and prepare as you would for everything you've ever done before. Yeah, I mean, you, you do. Um, it's not going to go away. I mean, I know it's there. I, I just watched them get cancelled 2020 and people said that would never happen. And so um, you, you can't you can't pretend things are other than they are, but you acknowledge it and then you say, OK pretending they're definitely going ahead. What am I now going to do? And I guess that was how I personally dealt with it. You've obviously been at games before. We know that you're a Paralympic medalist in various editions. How has the Paralympics changed over the years? It's almost like the stakes get bigger and bigger each year. And and it, it has been really exciting. I think one thing that we've seen more and more para-athletes have been able to have the resources to to train full-time and, and to to train with elite coaches. So we've seen a huge increase in terms of the performance level. I mean, what people are doing now is incredible. We've seen technology change, um, which has also made it exciting. We've, think, we've seen things change commercially, which has also given different options. And, and so, um, yeah, I look at, you know, when I came into the sport, uh, I remember, you know, kind of explaining to friends and family that, oh, I'm actually not going to pursue medical school anymore. I'm going to try and be a sprinter on the Paralympic stage and having to explain to people what the Paralympics were, uh, whereas now I wouldn't have to do that. And so it, it is quite cool to see how it evolved. And, and I just think in terms of, you know, me and my age and generation and starting the sport when I did, you know, how, how lucky it would have been very different had I been born, you know, 10 years earlier. It's interesting you talk about technology. What can you tell me? How can you describe what it's like to jump on a blade? Basically, you have to take this foreign piece of carbon and just dial into it dial into the frequency and make it part of you and do that while you're going at top speed and have no proprioception at takeoff and also then when you talk about the paralympic movement and how it's changed we now have paralympians on the strictly dance floor in the jungle cooking on the television would those things have been unthinkable when you started out they they happen few and far between 
Um, I think now it's getting to the point where, yeah, it, it's, it's the regularity with which it's happening. And what that means and what's really important is that the movement is no longer, you know, it, it, it's not about, oh, we just have one Paralympian. We, we've kind of ticked the box. That's fine. You know, I'm sitting on a team of, you know, just so, so many incredible Paralympians. And, and I think that is, is really important that we're getting to see diversity in that sense as well. What did Celebrity MasterChef bring to you then in terms of profile recognition? Oh, it was, I mean, I had never done any sort of reality TV. So that was, you know, a huge learning curve for me. Um, it was just really fun to um, experience a show like that, a competition, in just an entirely different context. And, oh, I just loved, you know, being able to meet people that I never would have met in any other context. I became a much, much better cook, um, which was, was very exciting. Yeah, it was just, I mean, I'm someone that just loves, I love, I love new experiences. You know, to me, life is about collecting as many as possible and, and doing as many, you know, scary things as, as possible. And, and that was just so cool. And I don't, I don't know that I'll ever be able to replicate that. And when you talk about new experiences, forgive me, I'm going to read this. You were born in New Zealand, Scottish dad, English mum, grew up in Toronto, moved to Dallas, Canadian husband then settled back in the UK so Paralympics GB are lucky to have you aren't they because surely there's a few other countries there that might have had a claim so yeah I, I do have three passports I have a, um, a British passport a Canadian passport and, and a New Zealand or Kiwi passport and you can compete for any country for which you have a passport so it's quite an unusual position <laughs> so why why Paralympics GB and how pleased are you finally just to be on the team and, and ready to go it was a variety of reasons um one of the biggest ones was one of my first ever competitions internationally was in 2006 and it was at the Paralympic World Cup and it was a series of events that was staged in Manchester um, in, in the build-up to, to London 2012 and I think I received a call I don't know maybe like three days before the competition I had to fly out I mean I was clearly second string I didn't care I thought I'm in I'm let me go so I, I flew out um, you know, never been at a meet of this caliber and just like, oh, this is amazing. And I think that was really the first time that I caught a glimpse of what the Paralympics could be and where this was going. Uh, and even though no one else saw it, I just thought I can't, I can't deny what I saw at that meet. And my goodness, they are going to put on a show when they host it in 2012. And I want to be there and I want to be part of the home nation. And, um, and even from a very practical standpoint, I, I wanted to be the best that I could be. I started late as an athlete. I was late in my career. And anytime a country hosts, they invest heavily in terms of coaching infrastructure, access to, um, you know, physical, phys physio, medical teams, um, you know, being able to access the right prosthesis, which is a huge deal for someone who, you know, competes in artificial leg. And, and, you know, for me, I just, I wanted to be here and I wanted to be a part of it. So just finally then, Tokyo going to put on a, a great show despite the fact we can't have spectators there? If the Japanese volunteers and the enthusiasm that we've seen is anything to go by, it, it's going to be amazing. Well, all the very best. We look forward to watching you and hope to catch up uh, after your event. Oh, brilliant. Thanks so much, Michael. Steph's in action, 2am UK time, Saturday morning, August the 28th in the Olympic Stadium. This is Tokyo Time from Anything But Footy, the Olympic and Paralympic Sport Podcast. Follow for more from the 2020 Games in 2021.
Social Podcast Network.